You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. You're listening to Radio Ramadan and welcome to In Conversation With. This is the show where a couple interviews another couple about life and family. My name is Hamza and I'm joined today in the studio by my better half, Safa. Assalamu alaikum. Waalaikum assalam. What's the plan for today, Safa? So today we are discussing gender roles, specifically when it comes to deciding who goes to work and who stays at home to look after the kids. Of course, things aren't that black and white though. Um, we live in a financial climate where both parents are often required to work. But this means that there's an important decision that needs to be made which balances financial responsibilities with responsibilities as parents. So what factors do we need to take into consideration before making these decisions? Today we are joined by a couple who have been through that decision-making process and we are happy to say that they are able to share their experiences with us today. Indeed, Anis and Suzanne have been good friends and role models for us for a long time. In fact, I actually remember Anis teaching me some Quran and Arabic when I was a very small child. He's a primary school teacher by profession and Suzanne is in the medical profession, currently working as a surgeon. Both of them are also educationalists who have a specific interest in the Steiner and homeschooling philosophy of education. Assalamu alaikum to both of you. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Okay, so just to set the scene um, a little bit and some background for our listeners. Um, so how did you, after becoming parents, decide which of you would work full time and which of you would be more stay at home? Assalamu alaikum. Thanks, Safa. Um, I guess this question goes back to even before we got married, we were discussing different things as you do and um, I was a medical student at the time and I, I kind of made it quite clear to us that medicine it was conditional <laughs> <laughs> the medicine was really important to me and I, I had um, real, real career aspirations to, to continue not only my education and, and, and to complete my degree as a doctor but also to continue working as a doctor if I was able to do that and we did discuss that if we had children, um, you know, I asked for a support that he'd be able to support me through that because I knew that it was, you know, I didn't, ex- I didn't understand then how tough it was going to be, um, and some of the challenges I didn't really have. Um, Can I say neither did I? <laughs> <laughs> or is that? But um, I asked him if he'd support me. So th- as as we kind of went through different times, we supported each other in different ways. So when I when I was doing research or when I was training to be a surgeon the hours were often very hard um, on call hours being called out different times all times day, of, day and night weekends um, studying for it's not just the work it's the exams as well and then just been other times that Anis wasn't working and he was training to do t- doing his postgrad teacher training um, or doing um, carrying out kind of business interests and I supported him through that so we just we've not really had it's not been kind of a linear path it's been not kind of up and down yeah yeah and we're just really uh, at these different junctures we we we, you know you have to be pragmatic you know you might um think about uh think about your what you would like or your ideal or whatever but you have to be pragmatic at the end of the day and see how you're going to balance balance the needs for um um, how are you going to balance the needs for for the children and obviously for for your your wife or for yourself so then, how did that work out for you? If you don't mind me sharing, if you don't mind sharing, sorry. So for, for my point of view. So for both of us, yeah. Say when you had your you, first child. You know, um, was yeah, it was um, it was an eye opener. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I come from um, uh, three. Is okay, I'll start. Yeah, I mean, I come from three brothers. I mean, and two of them were much older than me, so I'd never really experienced that, even having a younger brother or sister to take care of. 
and um, I remember Lena being born and and um, your mom kindly kindly leaving us and saying you know, you're <laughs> going to learn now. <laughs> <laughs> Our plants die. <laughs> so, um, but it was obviously. I mean, Suzanne's at that point. Her work was was quite demanding, and 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 um, I had to kind of learn learn and and take more of a, that responsibility. I think we're, we had certain views on on what we wanted in terms of giving. Uh, a st you know, a stable base for our children as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So I would obviously be the main person at home. Mm -hmm. um, at times. In in terms of obviously we have a sort of cultural stereotype mm. um, yeah. in Western society and in our own kind of um, families that come from Muslim majority country backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Did you face any backlash in terms of maybe family, friends, people? you know, that kind of cultural stereotype? Um, I didn't feel it as much. I mean, you know, um, uh, from my family, certainly. And we have a small small family here, it's not, mm -hmm. um, and it's a small Egyptian community in Paisley. Basically, mm -hmm. it was only two families. <laughs> so so <laughs> you can't kind of have that, that pressure there. Um, I think probably um, I've I've never even faced it within. I think you get so busy with actually kind of being yeah. a parent that you you don't have the time. And and men are actually kind of um, what is it called? They're they're narrower in their focus. They don't have that kind of broader. <laughs> so I c I could only deal with we're not good changing at nappies. I'm not good mean? at multitasking. <laughs> so I was changing nappies, doing all these things. I wasn't worried about that. I think really the the bigger challenge is actually more internal. Mm -hmm. How you are if you brought up in in that context where mm -hmm. you, where your mm -hmm. dad is the primary breadwinner and your mum has always been the the the, the, the person in the home and, and for you to take on these responsibilities um, and roles um, it is it is an emotional challenge for you and mm -hmm. you have to kind of um, come to terms with it and mm -hmm. it takes a while to 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 resolve that um, and it and I think there was lots of ups and downs in in that process yeah was there a kind of uh, a specific process that you kind of went through in terms of reassuring yourself or did you kind of was it through speaking to other people what was that sort of process um, I, th I think it helped that at the same time uh, sometimes um, it helped that so there are friends of ours who had some similarity and mm -hmm. that does help to actually be meeting with people who have that mm -hmm. uh, similarity if nothing else even if you don't discuss it you just you just feel that that support that's there mm -hmm. um, I can't say that it was always that easy because there was times where I really needed to to get some work so you know just to, <laughs> to remember what, what it's like to be part of that and at these times it was quite fractious and we'd look for alternatives where maybe we would rely on a bit of um, childcare so I wouldn't say it was uh, um, and sometimes it would be, it would be, I would be comfortable with it but I think it's finding that balance and it took us a while to get to the point where I would find the balance between um, taking on that responsibility but also having a bit of that personal autonomy and, and, and going out to having some days of work and teaching etc. Mm -hmm. so yeah, just to clarify as well, I don't think we've ever had a situation where I've been the only person working and you've been not work, not having any Totally not working, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. We've always done some something beside it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Part time um, and, and most of the years we, we have had even that have needed additional support, whether it's a child manager or nursery support or, or friends or, or family. family yeah, which so gratefully received and appreciated um, but I think the, the approach 
we try to have I think it's separating the logic logical sometimes it's it's not easy to separate the you know what looks logical in paper when you look at your you know what the the budget is for the month or for the year and planning mm. the financial planning with you know it's a kind of a we, we should be looking at it as it's a team effort who can who can do what and where but sometimes the emotional factors uh, oh, quite yeah, yeah. Uh, fact and, and I think it is harder for guys to accept that they're I think it can be difficult to accept you're not earning as much as women I think that's something that can be difficult to overcome mm. so just on that point as well then um, if you don't mind me asking um you know there's again stereotypes around women being the prim- primarily at home um so did you face any kind of guilt complex um, when you first <laughs> left the children to kind of pursue some of your career ambitions and your goals um, and how did you overcome that? I think being a mother um, is, a, is an, an amazing experience but I think along with all the, the love and, and um, joy that you have with children, guilt is definitely high up on the list and I don't think it's unique to working mothers. I think as a mum you think you can feel guilty about anything, what you're feeding them, whether they're um, watching um, the right things or not, what they're up to. If you're giving them an, just a whole range of issues, you just need to ask any mum. Constant mums, guilt. Mums feel guilty, <laughs> I think, a lot of the time. Um, so I know that for a lot of mums, whether they're stay-at-home mums predominantly or working mums, they're often it's that question: um, Is this the best thing I can be doing for my children? I think um, I've now ha- have three children, and I think with each child, I've I really valued the time that I have with them more and more. I've had more maternity leave with each child. With Lena, my eldest, she's now 14, um, I was in the middle of a research um, degree and... Um, <laughs> Memory, I, I'm still remembering the time when, when we were delivering your, your thesis just before you were giving, or before she was being born. Wow. <laughs> so. I mean, that's an amazing achievement to be expecting a child, to have a young child and to, you know, continue with your education. Uh, it's amazing, so credit to you. Um, it's it, it has been difficult at times, and you can't you can't always plan for that. But um, definitely, the times when I've had to work hard, you can't you know. Although you think, okay, on the whole, I'll maybe work four days, and that gives me more time with the children. But then you have like an, a period of high intensity work, like an exam, and I've had to ask my mum to take the girls away for a week, and I got more done in that week than I had in three months of trying to fit studying around work, work and other responsibilities. I think. I think I've now come overcome the guilt thing. I think it's it, it, there's a there's another part of my brain that I'm using when I'm at work and when I'm meeting people, I'm communicating in a different way, and I think that enriches me as a person and adds to who I am. And I'm, I feel that's quite important to me as a person. So, although I love the stuff that I do with my kids and being a mother, and it's really the most important job in the world, and I've realised that more now through experience. But I still love my job as a doctor and I really would like to continue to do that. Can I just ask on that point and we're sidetracking a little bit but it's something that I wonder about as, as a teacher perhaps you know and as my or you might be able to kind of shed light does being a parent make you better at your job regardless of what job you have or does it depend on the job or I mean I have images of myself being so tired that you know I, I wouldn't be able to function in a classroom and I'd just be an absolutely terrible teacher um does it matter what job you do or does being a parent actually as you say switch on another part of your brain and actually make you better at what you do I suppose it's part and par- parcel with, with growing older as well so I think as a parent you're getting you know you have life experiences that that um, you go through by being a parent you have to sometimes learn to 
um, negotiate with your children, and that can that can maybe be helpful when you're negotiating with maybe difficult <laughs> negotiating with the children. <laughs> so, you know, you have to kind of think yeah. in a way that they're you know you have to put things in a certain way and sell it to them, mm-hmm. without them realizing kind of what you're 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 putting putting out there. But um, I think a lot of the experience that comes is really just about is is maybe just the experience that you gain with life, not just not just specific to parenting. Sleep deprivation is something that you learn to cope with. I think. <laughs> I, th- I think um, to, to be honest, certainly it's been. Um, it had. It was for me as a teacher. It was um, a transformational. There was definitely a lot of things that I, that came out of being um, involved with the children. So um, uh, I benefited a lot from from the from that experience. I grew. I think, um, especially with a bit of the homeschooling as well, there was a certain kind of um, confidence that I had because I had to deal with the children through all these development stages mm. up, up until that point it's it's your picture is very um, um, maybe fractured or not complete about your role um, when you're a teacher and are really kind of becoming more sensitive to their needs so this opening of probably empathy and, and, and that happens to you um, and I, I can't imagine, I think any parent who's involved in, in, in that experience, whatever their job is, they're going to be, um, there's, a, there's a new dimension to the, their emotions, mm-hmm. which um, um, if they're open to it, will, will, will have an impact with, in, in their experiences in their work and, and with other people actually, just having a kind of empathy towards other people. So yes, it has, it has made, a, it, it was transformational, I think, certainly mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. Could it be said, or could it be true, the other way around as well? Um, has working made you a better mother or a better father? Um, I know for some, um, some of my friends, they say, well, you know, actually taking some time out of the house gives me that kind of boost to become a bit more alive in the house. I don't know if that's true for you or if, if, if you think that's valid. For, for me, certainly, that's what, what I, the other aspect was. I was always I need. There were times when I felt I really needed to to be able to work. I think having that um, maybe separation for a point, and you growing in your own your own um, your own self worth, etc. You bring something of value to to, to them. Um, and sometimes when you're a bit distant from something, you can see a bit clearly. Something you know when you, you know you can't see the wood from the trees. Experience. Mm. So if you're constantly in it, you see things maybe um, differently. So that's for me. I felt yeah, it does help to actually have a balance between them. I think it's sometimes hard to get a balance. I think um, working does give you do, does give you other interests and you're able. Um, you know, it gives me a chance to listen to the radio, catch up with what's happening. Mm. Um, the rest of the world and also to, to speak to, to other people from a variety of backgrounds about different topics it keeps me con- it keeps you connected in a different way about um, other parts of society I think it's very important to have interests outside the home so you don't you, you're, you're able to bring what 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 there is out, outside in the, in the world also into your home life and to be able to share that with your children can be very valuable for them but I think sometimes the problem with work is the, the demands can be too great that it's it's very difficult for it to be unbalanced mm. and that leaves less time there for, for maybe sports activities or leisure or visiting family which are also important so it's not it's not just working home it's trying to fit in a variety of things How important is the extended family or a, a group of friends in terms of having that support in terms of achieving all of those things? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah just I mean you feel it more so even now I mean before you 
um, you know, we might have lived in times where, you know, you had that extended, extended family. Now, really, we're, for, for us, I mean, especially having, having moved to Glasgow from where, where we were, um, in Paisley, the, our friends played played a big role, and and you know um, they're very close to our, our children, um, you know, and 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 certainly um, our, our children look up to them and, and benefit a lot from that. I think I think you can't you can't quantify really how how valuable the um, the, the the friendships you know that that come especially through through your tradition here and through Islam mm -hmm. um, that that has been um, a great benefit to certainly to, to myself as a father and certainly to to, to the children mm -hmm. um, and the family of course yeah in terms of uh, the impact on the children having a father figure who is more kind of present in the house if you'll forgive the expression. Um, how important is it, in your opinion, for fathers to be present in the house? Um, I think it's. I think it should be a compulsory part of of parenting for every father to have a period where, and they're not going to like it when I say this, where basically they have their children, and the mother goes for a nice long holiday, mm. and then comes back. Suffers nodding in approval. Yes. Yeah. And I, I I say this because you know I mean as I said, with with with. Um, it, for, for me, um, for, for, for starters, you really don't appreciate your mother until you do something like this. Mm -hmm. you, you can't. Um, and even when you come to appreciate, you realize you still can't appreciate your mom because what you're doing is really kind of, is a small portion of it. I'm talking about, you know, whether it's changing the nappies or feeding or, or, or putting them to bed or even calming them down if they're stressed, still it's a small portion of what the mother has to go because the buck really has always lied with the mother at the end of it. Mm. And I think until Suzanne actually, there was a point in her career where she needed to, to work in Manchester for about, I don't know, was it six months? Six months. And she would come back up in the weekend and I had that full responsibility. And I think that was that was a that was a really important transitional point for, for me emotionally, where the buck lied with myself. And to be quite honest, it was um it was it was hard, but at the same time it was incredibly rewarding uh, in terms of it. So I would say it's it has a lot of benefit for you to, to be close to the to the children, to be sensitive. Um, I think the also the other thing is I, I I'm quite close to to, to my daughters mm -hmm. um, and I, and I think Suzanne was asking before she came in you know how how they feel and they 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 feel that I am a lot more engaging uh, engaged with them or I, I I chat with you know I, I'm close I'm with them a lot more time so I'm more aware of a lot of the things that are taking mm -hmm. place mm -hmm. so um, um, it has it certainly has has benefited in and I, I hope um, that closeness that's been there is going to is going to mean that we're going to be able to to continue into friendship later on as they grow up and 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 support. So mm -hmm. I I think it's it's um I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for anything. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. So we we kind of uh, touched upon the impact it's had on the kids. Um and hopefully one day when me and Hamza have children of our own, inshallah, then I kind of look forward to the time of being a mum, but also going out to work as well. So what advice, Suzanne, can you give to me um, on how to be a fully present mother while at the same time not being home all the time? Um, tough question. I think I'm still learning how to be a fully present mum. It's, it's not just about being home for the children. It's just all the other million responsibilities that you have as a parent and, and, and living in the house with all the, the other stuff that goes on. Um, I think 
what I've tried to do though is try to to prioritise the time with the children when I can. Um, I'm not I'm not what you would call the best housewife in the world, but you know it's not a competition. And I think there are things that sometimes I look around and think, oh, we could do you know I could do this really sorting that room out or changing this, but there's only so many hours in the day, and I've had I've had to probably let other things go. Um, because it is more important just to actually give them the time that they need. I tend to do. I like. I like doing some of the cooking as well. But I know that if I'm not there, Anna will make very. He'll make a, a reasonably nutritious and quite tasty meal. Is that you listening, Hunter? I'm listening. I'm so, listening. And I know that you know they weren't. They're not going to starve. So um, that comes into it as well. But often I try and involve them in what I'm doing. So if I'm having to, if often if I'm working late, then um, the food will be food either there from. Um, the day before, or and I still have, need some food that day. But if we just have to assemble something quickly, then I'll often ask the kids to help while I'm preparing food, so they can help by chopping up salad um, and and learning to do some cooking along the way as well. So it's making it's trying to multitask. Yeah. So do you think then it's about setting boundaries for yourself and for each other, and kind of like is it is it a lot of planning involved? And um, <laughs> is there a lot of planning in terms? Love communication. There, there is um, communi- communication. Certainly, is, is a big issue because um, you you really kind of um, um, you you um, you have to share. You basically, have to share your you know shift work. <laughs> you're you're mm. sharing with each other what's happening, um, and uh, that that's that's definitely an important part. But and as, as Susan was saying one of the things that she does make you know an effort to is that when she does have time it really isn't about that time around the house doing these things it's actually spending the time with them doing something mm-hmm. that's that's uh, that's going to allow them to bond whether mm-hmm. just be going out for a walk or doing some sw- swimming lessons uh, together or or whatever so th- these are very important moments the other stuff we work around it and you try and involve the kids in it so that it becomes more of a home experience as much as possible mm-hmm personal so you can choose to to kind of to, 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 um, to turn the microphone <laughs> yes. so i can imagine some people might be asking um was there any feeling of resentment on your part that you might have to have cooked and i know your wife is sitting right next to you so this might be yeah, a dangerous that, that, that is, i mean that's <laughs> dangerous we're in ramadan allah many signs so um a resentment it's not certainly out of the cooking and and as i said one of the difficult emotions to deal with was the role of being the male who's not the the, the prov- main provider that's that's something that was there and i can't I, i'd be i'd be lying if i said there wasn't heated moments in discussions but we have to come back and discuss them for the better betterment of it, of them and and really what comes into it is you know is is your ego enough comes into it and you have to kind of tackle these issues um, but when we always come back to it and look at what we do have and what we're blessed with, it far outweighs all these all these issues. But certainly not about um, cooking or or cleaning. Um, uh, that that I don't I don't think I, I I got on with that. It's just matter of fact. Life, you know, you, you had to do that mm. before I got married and just had to He's always ironed his own shirts. You know, just just took my own roll on. Yeah, you know, and done done the washing. So. Not all of it, but you know, we just kind of do what we yeah. can. It's interesting to see how things change with future generations because mm. certainly, like in our household, things are a bit more equally kind of distributed amongst each other. Mm. But I know maybe in my parents' generation or my grandparents' generation, 
you know, sometimes I can hear my mom's voice telling me, I hope she's not listening. Um, I can hear my mom's voice saying, oh, you should be doing that for him or you should be doing that for him. Why are you, why are you letting him do that? You know, but at the same time, she was very pro in her time. She was seen as very, you know, fair and equal. But mm. even then, I think I take it a bit too far in my eyes sometimes, maybe. But others might say, no, actually, that's what it's meant to be. I mean, the appreciating as well, like, you know, what the other person does for you. So, you know, like making a cup of tea, you know, you know, you just show your appreciation for that and you just try and get d- uh, d- do what needs no, to be done. There is no black and white in it. I think it will each depend on their circumstances. Now, if if, if the husband happens to be the one who's going out and, and earning more or doing the main part of the earning while the, while the, um, the, the wife is at home, um, even if, if that's the case, then still taking that responsibility of playing a role in the house and sharing in that is going to still be important. Um, um, you know, uh, you know, you have to take on that, take on that responsibility, and the reverse is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and and I think uh, one of probably one of the things that made it easier is that at, at the end of the day, um, speaking with with with, yeah, with teachers, etc. This is something for the husband and wife to to, to sort out themselves. They come to the terms that they are going to be suitable for them, yeah. and each household is going to be different according to their circumstances and the country that they're living in and 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 mm-hmm. all of these mm-hmm. um so i think there are differences though between or you know there even though um perhaps i work long you know i do work longer hours but i, I still feel that i couldn't just when i come in the house i'm kind of it's kind of i'm the default mom again it's like right here you know everything kind of anything that needs to be kind of ad- addressed or like all the questions that that have been waiting the sometimes the kids come yeah the kids you. don't just come oh mum 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 you know and, and so you don't get a chance to kind of like so switch off yeah, just so like auto well, I just I suppose the other thing yeah I don't feel like I could just come in and but say oh I've had a hard when I come when I've been out and I've come in I find this kids <laughs> yeah. coming there but, but I think they're always looking for the uh, for the other yeah, person they're looking for the other person and but also also sometimes it's that they find the communication they might not have got what they need for me because I've got maybe too masculine a brain with two daughters that's not really good for them so maybe they need a bit of a feminine brain to, um, to, to, to respond to them So in terms of um, m- moving on slightly so you've, you you have two daughters already you've mentioned that and you recently Alhamdulillah. had a son Alhamdulillah. Uh, Alhamdulillah In terms of gender role specifically um, what values are you going to or Perhaps I should ask it this way: Is there a difference in what values you're going to instill between your daughters and your son? In other words, are you going to kind of teach your son that he has different responsibilities because of the fact that he's a boy? That's going to be pretty hard. Is that for me? Well, Suzanne, it's, it's like for it. anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like, I mean, that's going to be hard at the moment. I don't know unless um, I, I, I go out and work every day and 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 you know, the, like the five days a week, and that's your role, son. You're going to have to do that. I'm not going to define the world that he's going to come into. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's that. You know, I, I can barely <laughs> deal with the world that we're in, let mm-hmm. alone there. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I think, but I think it's important that he sees um, examples of, of hopefully, God willing, a father that's that's communicating with 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 his wife and and um, well and that he's taking a, a role inside the house mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's an important aspect that's a prophetic I think mm-hmm. role you know mm-hmm. is our prophet وسلم, set, set a, a lofty example and he was he was not just a, a father he was head of state and mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and the messenger first and foremost messenger of God mm-hmm. so so um, I think it's yeah it's important to um, not, not to kind of define it or restrict it 
I don't know what his world is going to be like. He's, he's only, what, 11 months? <laughs> he's here with us just now, in case you're wondering what those noises are. Um, I, I think um, in terms of what I what I think we try and teach our children is, is there are a lot of similarities between all of them, whether they're boys or girls. Um, I would not I would expect him to unload the dishwasher when he's old enough, just like mm-hmm. girls do, help with setting the table, making the salad, um, tidying his room up. Um, and I, I, I wouldn't think that I would do any more for him around the house than than I do for the girls. I would hope that you know you would just get age appropriate kind of chores to do as well. Um, I think though, there's things like taking out the bins. That seems to be <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that yeah. seems to be a boys' job as All right. <laughs> in our house. Yeah, this, in our house it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, d- I mean, yeah, that's a good. It can point. kind of be also expectations as well. Like like I mentioned before, my mum was very you know my brother used to have to do the dishes and all that kind of stuff. But there were still some differences because he was a boy. So for example, I as a woman, as a daughter, and my similarly with my sister, we weren't out as late as him, mm. but he was allowed out, you know, very late because he was a boy and he can look after himself. What about the expectations then out with the house? Yeah. I always thought yeah. that was unfair. I think that's fair, actually. Why do you think that's no, fair? I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what it was like. I mean, I was one of three boys, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have any girls to, to, to figure out. Um, I think, in principle, if something is not right, it's not right. Mm-hmm. Been practiced. Yeah. But in practice, it can sometimes be I, 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 yeah, I really don't know. I, d- I don't, um, I, 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 I don't know at that point. But I do. S- <sighs> the, the assumption is that the boy can handle himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the assumption is that the boy. But you know, girls now can 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 do <laughs> a good mm. job of handling no, themselves as well. Yeah, so I wrestle with Jenna quite often actually. So um, and she's she's learning to get the upper hand. So, yeah, it's it might have been the case in some other places, cultures, societies. It's alhamdulillah. I, th- I think okay, there are some pressures that are taking place, but generally, it's, it's still a safer society. Mm. I don't know if if it was in a different society that was maybe less safe. Mm-hmm. Then what would be the circumstance? I might yeah, I might have more protective nature, but it wouldn't be out of in unfairness to them. It's just you know you reality. You have a softer softer. Yeah. Spot for the yeah. <laughs> for the girls. Okay. What about um? Obviously, Bill Ennis has mentioned quite a lot about how he plays an active role within the family. Um, in our Islamic tradition, then, are there examples of active fathers that we can take a lesson from and take an example from? Yeah. Well, yeah. um, you, you everybody will get yeah. And saw saw this first and foremost from the Prophet Muhammad yeah. Yeah. He, He's um, he's not left any any. Uh, challenge or any any experience unless, uh, except that he's set the highest standard in it and and it's obvious from you know um that that he took that active role in 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 the upbringing of his own children and his role inside the house and how he split his time inside the house uh, and that was with him with all all that responsibility that that he had sallallahu alaihi wasallam um there there is um um, they're, they're, I, I'm sorry. I mean, oh, I don't. I don't have off the top of my head all the examples, but certainly, um, the, the, you know. I guess we, yeah, we there are examples that we know of, obviously, with them. Um, I think Suzanne, you were mentioning a few stories. I know you're in the process of looking at looking after Muhammad. Just thinking um, about Prophet, Ismail, um, Prophet Ibrahim <laughs> and Ismail and 
um, just the obedience um, when when he was asked yeah. to yeah. sacrifice his son and, and subhanAllah his son Ismail was so so is that, his that relationship that's yeah. with Sayyidina Ismail through all, the, all that time and then you have Sayyidina Ishaq with Sayyidina Yusuf Mm. You know, listening to him, taking part in it. So obviously, yeah, and the, the prophetic model, and and you see that actually in in in, in scholars, um, many scholars who have taken a very um, uh, direct um, uh, interest uh, in 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 their children's um, development and and you know education and so on. Mm. Um, traditionally, I know they always say that you know in, in traditionally scholars would say that you know my first teacher was my father you know when they talk about the books that they've studied and yes, things they, they yeah. the first early say, years they've yeah. covered quite a lot of uh, yeah. initial that initial phase yeah and that that's um yeah it's and it's still the case with with some of the great scholars and we still have i mean like um dr asim i think mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. example i mean mm-hmm. he played a and he, mashallah his, yeah. his daughter is a, a yeah. remarkable young lady and his uh, other daughter as well so yes, it's, it's, I think there's there's a, there's actually a lot more amongst the learned than the, than the, than the scholars as well. So, uh, just kind of coming to sort of trying to kind of bring things to a close, um, we just I guess we're asking from our perspective. Um, you know, uh, there are a lot of listeners out there, but you know, Safa and myself are two people where. Um, prospective parents. I know both of our mothers are probably listening, so we're not announcing anything, Mum. But, you know, inshallah, one day we'll we'll be looking to have kids. Just taking into account everything that um, we've discussed in this hour, uh, what are the main things that you would say that we should be taking into consideration uh, if we're both going to be working parents? I mean, what are the things that people tend to maybe miss when they make these decisions? Um, or you know, if we had to make a list of the most important things that we need to discuss, what what would your advice be on that? I think um, communication, communication, yeah, communication. We're still working yeah. out how best to speak to each other because we still misunderstand each other at times, don't we? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, we agreed. <laughs> um, but it's it's trying to balance what you need as a couple in terms of your practical needs and also what your aspirations are. So. Um, you know, you might be in a job that you're, you're happy with, but you want to change it. You want to do some additional studies or some Islamic studies, and it's trying to work out how you're going to fit that in. You can't, we can't always do everything that we want to do all like now. You have to kind of plan it. So, some sometimes it might be a matter of just taking turns and deciding kind of whose whose turn is going to get the priority at that time, um, or, or trying to balance up time, or maybe seeing well, maybe we could. Maybe you could, um, you know, just see if there's anything else that you can get help with. So, having somebody that might come once a once a week and help do, you know, a thorough clean of the house might free up time that you otherwise would would use for other things. Um, and but just trying to, to to just be able to express what's important to you and work it work it out together the best way. So trying to look at the team, you know, looking at a te- in a team approach, who can do what, what your strengths are. Um, and what you can both bring and then if you're needing help from elsewhere see where you can get that help from I think it's a lot about having important conversations and, uh, and you both mentioned having it really helped having that conversation before even you, you were married or before you had the children do you think that's a good model t- for other people to follow yes, that, um, it, it's good to know what, what your um, what your ambitions are and it's um, 
and to revisit them, you know, periodically and to refresh your view of of where you are as a as a couple from time to time, um, and where you want to be. I think it's important to have, just like any any uh, quote unquote organization, or or is it, you know, you have to have that that discussion and you have to you have to plan together. Um, that's important. I think there's always with 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 human. Um, interactions, you know, there, there's always going to be challenges, and I think, um, you know, having that um, patience, tolerance, patience, having to put in um, put in more into the relationship, because as you have children, the demands are more, so you're going to have to put into that relationship uh, more, um, and you know, um, uh, no matter how how tough things do get, um, you know, at the heart of it, you know, it's a journey. You know that we're we're going to, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has has has. You know, we I think one of the most beautiful things we both heard together when we visited, when we were fortunate enough to visit uh, Tarim, uh, um, uh, one of the, uh, one of the Habaib there said something really lovely, um, and it stuck with me. Um, I don't remember all the time, but sometimes I do, and it's a good thing. He says we we forget in 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 the day to day interactions with another human being who is human and carries out all the human acts that you do, whether it be eating, sleeping, or going to a toilet, you, you forget that in essence the person that's with you is actually a spiritual being. Mm. And you need to come back to that reality and, and, and respect and honor the fact that that person is, um, is before they were human, they were actually any, um, a, a spiritual being. So that's, that was a beautiful comment to, to return yeah. you back to, to the, the nature of this connection. And um, and to remember that your your set of circumstances that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has given you are there for you to have to become a better person as well. This is your journey to to, to Allah through your own family. I know maybe this is kind of off topic topic, but you noticed that you know if you've had obviously fourteen years between having Muhammad, who's your youngest, and obviously Lina, who's your oldest, has that been a helpful like, learning curve yes. between that fourteen years? Uh, yeah, between that 14 years uh, no, I, I think it's been really helpful to have daughters first <laughs> I really do, I mean this is a bit of a gender <laughs> thing but I would say talking about gender stereotypes yeah, yeah, here's a gender stereotype <laughs> I would say make dua that you have daughters first oh. they're, 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 they're kind, kind hearted they're, they're very supportive Mohammed is also kind hearted he is, but you know I, I, he, his is still to, you know, well, he, he, he smiles a lot alhamdulillah and, and that what makes it but, but certainly they've been a great help Mm. Um, there's no, there's no, um, there's no denying that they put in a, they really do help, help a lot, and they care about him a lot. So yes, it's made a big difference this time. And also, I think just as parents, we're a bit more relaxed, just because we're older and more experienced. So the things that I kind of worried about and the, with a tiny one, just when it was just one child, it's it's not quite the same. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more relaxed. Alhamdulillah. So, um, unfortunately, that's us come to sort of the end of the show. Um, we'd obviously love to thank Anas and Suzanne for joining us here today. Jazakumullah khair. Thank you to Muhammad for being here as well. Yes. Yes. Assalamu Muhammad. Say something. He's added his own special side effects. So, just to have a note for the listeners as well, that um, Brother Anas actually produces um, a series called Mindful Parenting for Radio Ramadan, along with um, Sister Salma Gardi. Um, so please tune into that. It airs on 10 a.m. on some of, some weekdays, um, but is also available as a podcast on Facebook and uh, the website, I believe, as well. 
But for now, um, it's thank you to all of us in the studio for listening in. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.